All right, thanks so much for joining us on episode four of This Mandra Life. Hope you guys are enjoying the podcast as much as we're enjoying putting it together and bringing it to you. Um, we know it's certainly not the most polished or highly produced podcast you can find out there in the market, but we like to think it's got a fair bit of soul and we're having a great time catching up with some wonderful local people and, and helping them share their stories. So your support means the world to us. If you could help share the word, tell a friend, anyone you know who might be interested, definitely um, uh, you know, any recommendations are, are certainly much appreciated and um, yeah, we're looking forward to, to growing this podcast and um, you know sharing it to a, an even bigger audience. So thanks so much for everyone who has supported it. Um, it really does mean the world to us. Right, so this week we're catching up with Georgia Perry. Georgia is a superstar uh, footy player for the Peel Thunderbirds. Um, she's been tearing up at Russian Park there for a couple of years now, and she's actually part of the West Coast Eagles Development Academy. Um, while she's doing that, she's also studying her education degree and combining those um, sort of loves, I guess, of, of physical fitness, sport, and, and education. She does a fair bit of work with a company called Champion Life Australia, which takes um, a lot of that uh, and combines a lot of those things into uh, into schools. So, um, wonderful person. She has a huge amount of energy and, and enthusiasm, and um, uh, yeah, look, wonderful person. And I'm sure you're going to enjoy her story. So, she was actually introduced to me by Brad Davis, who was our first guest on This Mandra Life. She does a lot of training with Brad, and he sponsors her for um, her footy at the Peel Thunderbirds. And uh, yeah, just a, a wonderful person, and clearly um, uh, a lady who has a um, a, a vision for bigger and better things for herself and the people around her and uh, it's really inspiring to spend time with people like that and um, yeah I, I hope you enjoy the chat as much as I do. All right Georgia Perry welcome to the fourth episode of the This Mandra Life podcast. Thank you Gareth for having me I'm super excited. That's all right it's a bit of a weird one all the other podcasts I've done so you're my fourth guest and all the other podcasts I've done so far I've, I've met the people prior to the day that we caught up you and I met about 10 minutes ago. Yeah, we met in the car park. <laughs> we did, we did. So we've sort of chatted a little bit over social media. Um, uh, I was introduced to you by Brad, who was our first guest, and you were just saying you're actually heading off after this to go for a training session with Brad. So. I am, yeah. Brad's been my sponsor for football for the past three years now. And yeah, absolutely love training with Brad. So I'm sure I'll see you down at the gym after definitely. this. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So well, just after we recorded the first podcast, I was chatting to Brad and sort of what I was trying to do and, and what the idea of the podcast was. And he said, oh, he said, mate, you, I'll, I'll hook you up with Georgia Perry. You've got to get in touch with her. She's a superstar. She'd be great to have on the podcast. She's really funny. I was like, yeah, awesome, for sure. And then I just sort of reached out and, and here we are. So Yeah, that's definitely the power of social media, isn't it? That's Unreal. A lot so, of really great inspirational people as well. Yeah, definitely. So, Georgia, you're a, you're one of the superstars for the Peel Thunderbirds and you're also part of the West Coast Eagles uh, Female Academy. Is that right? Have I got that right? Yeah, 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 it is. So, I've been playing footy for probably about six years now. Been playing down at Peel for a while. Um, and, yeah, this has been my first year of West Coast Eagles Academy. And, yeah, just being exposed to that sort of elite environment has been yeah, super inspiring and yeah, we'll see what happens. Awesome, good stuff. We'll, we'll get to the footy in a sec, but I'll, I'll go all the way back. So you were saying, so you're 22? I'm not getting yeah, in trouble for yeah. saying that. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, 22. Okay, <laughs> 22 awesome. 22 years young. So you've lived in Mandra your whole life? Yeah, so I grew up in Dawesville and then moved down to Falcon. And when I started my studies, um, moved up to Perth, and now I'm living with my sister in Como. Awesome, okay. So what are your, so your first house as a kid was down in Dawesville? Yeah. What are your first memories of Dawesville? Well, it was quite a big block, so we had a lot of space. Um, we were outdoor kids, always running around the streets and mixing with lots of um, young kids in the street. 
So yeah, that's probably my biggest memories is just having that sort of freedom lifestyle. When it gets dark, it's time to go home. Yep, sounds yeah. like a very Australian sort of yeah. childhood, I guess. Yep. And then you moved to Falcon? Yeah, I moved to Falcon and um, enjoyed more of like a beachside living. Um, my parents built their own house and yeah, so absolutely love it down there. Unreal. Now, I was just thinking, it just came to me off the top of my head. There's there's no, I don't need to make a disclosure here because although I work for H&M Perry, you're not one of the Perrys of, of my my real estate company, well, not my company, but you've got nothing to do with them, I should say that. <laughs> no, I don't, but they um, used to be one of the sponsors for they Peel. They did, yeah. And it used to have Perry right across the back yep. and everyone just thought it was so um, convenient. So you had your name on the top and on the bottom yeah, as a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect, that's unreal. So uh, you've obviously... Uh, must have been into sport from a pretty young age, I guess. What um, what was the first sport you got into? Was it footy or what, what was it drew you to, to yeah, that side of things? So I actually didn't start footy until um, sort of like year 12. Uh, the first sport that I was sort of interested in was netball and basketball. Okay. And so played those two sports throughout school. Um, was right into like athletics, cross country, um, those sort of sports. And then I started doing sports training down at South Mandra. Okay. And the head trainer The Mighty there, Falcons. Yep, the Mighty Falcons. <laughs> um, Fishy Taylor was the head trainer down there. And yep. we started handballing the footy um, while the boys were playing and started kicking it. And yep. then, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And so I, is, that, is that the same Fishy Taylor that's a, a sports teacher? No, I? he's... I think that's his son, though. Oh, is that? Okay. Yeah. So he he's a concreter. Okay. Taylor. Oh yeah, of course. Sorry, yeah. I'm confusing. There's a, there's another Taylor that used to be a um, he was my uh, phys ed teacher at high school who was a, a pretty well known footy player back in the day. I wondered if it was the same one, but as soon as yeah. you said that, the penny dropped. So yeah. Okay, unreal. <laughs> and so you've um, obviously the the athletic side of things and the basketball. Footy's one of those games that it encompasses all of those skills, I guess. What was it about? Um, when did you first get into footy? Like, what was the the catalyst to go, yeah, I'll, I'll go put on the boots and go for a kick. Yeah, well, I guess I started um, watching the boys and thinking, you know, I'd really like to be out there as well. Yep. And my brother was playing footy um, at a high level, so we started handballing, kicking the footy together, and it yep. just sort of increased from there. And then Mark Fenton was down at South Manjo. You said yes. that you know Mark. I do know Mark. Yep. Shout out to, 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 to him. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the Fentons. I was going to say to Jimmy and all that, but yeah, they'll yeah. be listening, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, and then Mark just said, yeah, you should come down to the Peel Thunderbirds training and give it a go. Yep. And so I did that, and yeah, here we are now. So, so you were headhunted. Yeah. You were scouted and, <laughs> and recruited. And yeah, Mark's definitely had a big um, influence on my footy development. He was our head coach for, I think, the past four years. Okay. Um, so yeah, Mark's Unreal. definitely had a big impact down at Peel Thunder. Unreal. And so what schools did you go to growing up? So I went to Ocean Road Primary. Okay. Doors were Catholic. Yep. And then Mantra Catholic. Okay. What were you like as a student? Were you much of a student or were you too interested in being out at recess and lunch? <laughs> I was that student that was running around during daily fitness. I would do the laps yep. <laughs> in the morning. Yep. Absolutely love sport. Um, yeah, any excuse to get outside. Yep. Um, I guess for me, I wasn't as focused academically, but now that I've gone into tertiary education, I've, yeah, really found a spark for... Yep furthering my development and 
Yeah. I so you found something that you're passionate about and yeah. that, and all of a sudden you enjoy it then. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that. I wasn't much of a student at all, but if you put me in something that I enjoyed, all of a sudden I was a, I was a pretty good student and I enjoyed learning. Yeah. But if you sit me down and try and teach me algebra and you know, write an essay about English, it's, you know, the eyes sort of glaze over and away you yeah, go. So yeah. I think that's the trick in life generally is to find stuff you're passionate about, find things you enjoy. And, and as, you know, if you can, if you can further yourself in those fields, then that's a, that's a huge win. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think you believe the same as me here that, you know, podcasts and personal development can have such an impact on your life and the way that you sort of go about your day. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So what are you studying at the moment? I'm in my final year of teaching. Okay. So, yep. yeah, doing early childhood and primary education awesome. at Murdoch Cuny. Okay. I, do you know what? I'm so um, – school teachers, nurses, there's there's certain jobs that I look at people and I just have so much respect for them because I know that I couldn't do it. And I look at them and I think they're so ridiculously underpaid and they're so important to society. Yeah. So are you obviously being passionate about your sport? Do you try and – like I've seen on some of your Instagram videos, there's a little bit of sport blended into some of the things that you do with them. Oh, definitely. Actually – I work for a company called Champion Life okay. and this has totally changed my focus towards education. Um, so they're an online educational resource in primary schools and high schools and they're connecting kids with health, fitness and well-being. Okay. So um, students will come into the classroom and a role model will pop up on the interactive whiteboard and they'll run the students through either an energising or a calming body set. Okay. And so it'll be people like Danny Green, Fiona Wood, role models within the community that ch- students can be inspired by. Yep. And then they leave the kids with their life tip of, of the day. So okay. it might be about safety within the community, why sunscreen's important, those sort of healthy habits. And yeah, since coming on board with that, that business... It's just shifted my focus towards, you know, what do students actually need? Students need to come to school. They need to have good well-being. They need to be looked after and and then they can be educated first yeah. things first yep. they need to you know come into the classroom and feel safe i yep. think that's the most important thing yeah and i i think brad and i might have even spoken about this on the podcast i, I got into with my training and stuff I, I start doing it first thing in the morning because i find that for me it does something to my brain and it sort of wakes me up in a way that i'll have a shower get dressed and go to work and by the if you ring me at the first minute of the of the day i'm i'm on i'm ready yep. to talk i'm in a good mood i'm, I'm whereas prior to going down and, and training first thing in the morning and working out first thing in the morning, I, I was, and even now, I'm not a great morning person, but I, I find that doing something physical sort of makes me that much more alert. Yeah. And I, I think, as you say, with kids, to do that first thing in the morning, then they go into class, they're in a good mood. They're, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's really exciting. Yeah. And even for kids, you know, if they come back from sport and they're feeling super energetic and the teacher just knows, all right, they're not going to sit down and do writing now, she, she or he can use like a calming... Body works set the other way as well. Bring them back to focus as well. So, yeah, it's a pretty versatile program. It's yeah, awesome. Unbelievable. And so, how, so you've obviously gone from school into your tertiary studies and, and what you're doing with teaching and things like that. Um, how is it juggling, uh, you know, uh, the footy side of things with, I guess, a full time commitment to study? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty big. I had to. I was working at Lorna Jane as well. Okay. So I was sort of felt like I had too many things simmering at once, and something had to drop. Yep. So I chose to um, drop Lorna Jane, and you know, I loved working there. It was such a great brand, but you've got to sort of think, what's going to fill my cup up? What you know, I've learnt skills in this area. Great, I can transfer that into something else. Take it somewhere else. And yeah. Yeah. So I dropped back to two days at Champion Life as well, and. Okay. So that way I can really balance my study and with an increased load with the West Coast. Yeah. 
unreal. Have a balanced lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only so many hours in a day, and is, and if yeah. you go on 100 miles an hour, you're going to crash eventually. So uh, yeah. yeah, as I say, focusing on certain things is always going to that makes sense. Um, so how did that? get started with the West Coast Eagles as much as it pains me to talk about the Eagles as a, as a tragic Docker supporter how did you get involved with the Eagles and and um, bring you to where you are now yeah so um I so went through the Peel pathway and then played played in the under 23 state program and then that led to um, sort of selection for the West Coast Eagles Academy okay um, I was originally in the first academy last year but did my ACL um, last year so Luckily, they kept me on board and I was in around the program. So I got to see what the girls were exposed to. I sort of had, had a lot to do with like the back end of it, which was which was really cool. Yep. And then, yeah, this one started um, in January and it's going into, I think we've got 12 sessions left. And yeah, okay. it's a big commitment, but it's, yeah, it's been amazing. You're obviously and, enjoying it? Oh, absolutely love it. I, I kind of feel um, ACL is obviously a horrible injury to do, but, um, you know, people say, oh, you know, girls aren't footballers well I reckon you know if you've done an ACL I don't reckon it matters what level of footy you're playing that's you know going to be a pretty hard road to recover from yeah um how did you go with your rehab and and how long was that process because it's obviously not a, a thing that happens overnight no it's definitely definitely a long process um physically and and emotionally especially when I sort of you know you have a goal so strong and mm. then one day it's just sort of like cut off you've got to readjust everything yeah. and look okay well this is where I'm at now, what's important? Okay, so my studies, I can, you know, bump that up at the moment and look at doing my rehab. Um, so Brad Brad was on board for my rehab and he had a lot to do with it. Also, um, Chris Green, the West Coast Eagles um, physio, she has been amazing. And yeah, as you say, you know, it's such a common injury now. So yeah. there's so many girls that you can bounce off and, you know, the community out there is so big. As soon as you do an injury like that, you'll mm. get, you know, so many they sort people. of wrap their arms around you. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. So had, were you playing footy when you did it? Yeah, yep. yeah. So we'll verse, it was sort of like a scratch match against the Frio girls before their season last year. Um, and, yeah, just I uh, was tackling someone and twisted the wrong way and yep. my knee just didn't really cooperate didn't, with yeah. me. <laughs> it's one of those things, and you see it so much at, at every level of, of footy, and, of course, the one we see most is AFL because that's the, the one that's nationally broadcast. But you see when, when guys and girls do it, it's generally such a, an obnoxious thing. It's yeah. not yeah. It's not a violent thing. It's not yeah. anything. They just land awkwardly or they twist awkwardly and, and, yeah. and down they go. And, of course, it's – is it a 12-month rehab? It is, yeah. yeah. So it's been a 12-month rehab. I'm 13 months at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely – getting through it which is good yeah. and yeah so I think the biggest test will be first game back of the season yeah but yeah super excited and for me I did definitely did it at a good time because I can have more than a year yeah to get back which yeah. is if there's such a taken, thing as a good taken, time yeah exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> gotta look at the positives so when is uh when is the first game for the Peel Thunderbirds so first week in May so we have a we have a bye first round um, and then we're back in first week. Unreal. And, of course, it's an expanded competition this year as well with the, the women's um, waffle. Yeah. Um, that must be exciting to be a part of. It is, yeah. Just to see the growth of women's footy is amazing. And now to have um, – so they've reduced the amount of teams in the comp. So um, teams had to bid for a licence, and those that got it, they now have an elite team. Yes, yeah. And so now that's going to make the comp even more competitive. Mm. Um, especially down at Peel Thunder, you know, the girls that don't 
get into the the top squad will make the reserves even stronger. Yeah. So it's just making the whole club yeah. more competitive. And of course, that boosts the standard of the competition. If you if you've got too many teams, and, and sort of when I said it, the expanded um, league, I was you know, changed league is probably the better word. But having that higher standard um, sort of forces you to lift your game a little bit, doesn't yeah. it? You know, if yeah. everyone's playing to a higher standard, if you want to compete, you've you've got to lift your lift your levels. So yeah. it's exciting to see where it's going. And obviously, the AFLW's. Um, you know, continually expanding. You mentioned the Eagles have got a team coming in 2020, so um, that's you know there's going to be two teams in WA for the women's as well as the the men's. Yeah. Um, that's as I said, it's it's exciting to watch. And from where you're sitting, obviously, ideally, is that the end goal? Would you love to play AFLW? Yeah, that's definitely my end goal. Um, yeah, I just yeah, that's sort of the environment that I I want to be at, and mm. you know, being exposed to it this year. The elite facilities, the coaches that you have, the support staff—it's that's that's where you want to be. Because there's there's quite a lot of um, well-known coaches in the in the women's side of things. There, I think a couple of the um, the players from the men's uh, Eagles team are involved with the coaching there, aren't they? Yeah. So um, Luke Shui and Hutchie—they've had a big impact um, on the academy. So giving their sharing their knowledge and expertise in um, like midfield, forward, those sort of areas. Um, then we've got people like Adam Selwood, Luke Dwyer's the head coach. Um, we've got Drew Banfield. We've got lots of past players that yeah. have come back. To, yeah, to some fairly big back. names on that list. Yeah, there really is. And it's, you know, the first couple of weeks you're constantly like pin- pinching yourself thinking, wow, this is, this is really something amazing. Yeah. At the risk of getting you in trouble, who did you grow up supporting? I was actually, I grew up supporting West Coast. Oh, did you? Okay, there you yeah. go. <laughs> I didn't actually know the answer to that question. I thought, gee, if I, if I get this wrong, if you say Geelong or something, I might be getting you in trouble. <laughs> so I was very happy yesterday at the um, Derby at Peel. Yeah, <laughs> well, let's probably, we'll just glaze over that, yeah. shall we, as a Dockers supporter? I said to one of the guys at work this morning last year, the um, the Dockers gave the Eagles a bit of a touch-up in the pre-season game and they went to win, went on to win the flag. Um, so maybe, you know, so maybe we can return the favour. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but it'd be nice <laughs> if it did, so... So you've um, uh, obviously you've seen uh, the the football side of things in, in the women's game how that's changed, but it's not only the the football side of things. All other sports, there seems to be a real revolution in in the women's um, sporting landscape, if that's what you want to call it. Um, obviously, the women's big bash has been huge in the cricket. Some of the ratings they've achieved um, on for t- you have TV numbers, attendances to games, things like that. It's growing, and the standard of the competition is growing again and again. And even in completely separate sports, like we've got things like um, women's boxing and mixed martial arts. I mean, Ronda Rousey and and those sort of people were huge names that she was every bit as big of a draw in UFC as the Conor McGregor's of the world. And it wasn't that long ago that you just couldn't imagine that. That wasn't, uh, you know, to see a a women's MMA match headlining a card was unheard of. And, And as I say, now it's commonplace. So it must be exciting to be at the forefront of that revolution. Yeah, it really is. It's definitely exciting times. And I actually saw recently an advert um, from Nike and Serena Williams. I don't know if you've seen it. I did. I know exactly what you're talking about. about. You know, women are crazy, pretty much. Whatever sport they play, they're crazy. Because, you know, that's a man's sport. Um, And I just think it's super empowering to see, you know, women out there kicking goals and, you know. Definitely, definitely. Cool. And that's obviously, I can see your eyes sort of light up when you say that. That's obviously something you're pretty passionate about is, is you know, empowering women and giving themselves a platform to do what they choose to do. Yeah, definitely. Unreal. And you mentioned, so you're actually going to start a podcast of your own. Um, I am. Or, or you have started, is that, yeah, have I got that so, right? Um, when you reached out through social media, I was like, wow, what a great opportunity. Um, 
I'm, yeah, starting my own podcast. So I'm doing my first episode on Friday. Okay. Um, What's it called? So um, it's called Kicking Goals with Georgia Perry. And I'm interviewing Asha Holland from Alternatively Healthy. Okay. Um, So, yeah, she's got a really great story. Um, She's very similar to me. We bounce off each other about, you know, we're really for empowering women and finding out about their story and, you know, how we can help them. Yeah. So sort of the idea of the podcast is I'll be interviewing athletes, small business owners and influential figures all over Australia to find out their story, what challenges they've faced and then what advice they can give to the community. Fantastic. And, and focusing obviously on the, um, the women who have, who've, you know, been kick, kicking goals in their endeavours, I guess. And, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Unreal. Yeah. That's unreal. Now, um, obviously on the football side of things, what position do you play? I play in the midfield. Okay, and yeah. are you are you more of a um, an in and under player, or are you looking for the cheap hand? I I reckon if you've done your ACL, you're probably more of an in and under player. Is that fair to yeah, say? Yeah, I, I definitely play. You know, in the guts. Yep. Um, the past few years, um, but I've found a new love for the wing. I really like the wing okay. and sort of like that small forward role. Yep. Um, and that's sort of yeah, hopefully what I'm leaning towards this season at okay. the heel. Um, so Kick yeah, a few snags, sneak yeah. forward. And, yeah, unreal. So you've um, you've obviously seen the the game change. Where do you see it going from here in terms of um, do do you see? I mean, you must see the the junior side of things. Yeah. And I was chatting to someone a while ago about the South Mandra thing, and they they said when the women's AFL came through, the amount of young girls who wanted to come and play footy, and the fact that and I, I touched on this earlier. Um, so we're recording this on the 11th of March, and my wife's. Uh, a couple of weeks away from having a baby girl. So my little boy's three and I've got a baby girl due in a couple of weeks. And I'm so stoked that we live in a world now where those two can go out one day, kick a footy down the park, go down the backyard, play cricket, whatever they want to do. And if she's every bit into her footy as much as Owen is, she can dream of being a Fremantle Dockers captain and so can he. And, and yeah. I think that's fantastic. It must be, seeing it at a junior level, you must really enjoy that. Yeah, oh, it really is. Especially, you know, going to the clinics and being a role model in sort of like the community and seeing all the young girls that are just looking up to you and thinking, oh my gosh, I can play footy when I'm older. Yeah. It's super exciting and, you know, grassroots is where it's at, you know. When girls are playing Auskick and, you know, under nines and all those age groups and when they go up to sort of like my age, the development that they will have is just going to be amazing. Yeah, well, those pathways haven't been available for young girls for such a long time. I think I might have even mentioned on our way in here that if you're a 14, 13-year-old uh, boy who was a you know a, a talent in the game of footy, yeah. there was pathways for you to get better. There was coaching. There was, you know, oh, yep, I want to turn 17 or I want to get to the draft. And there was a clear way to go. But with not having a national competition for so long, uh, the the amount of women who would get, or, you know, young girls who would get to a point and then almost just give the game away because there wasn't that option for them yeah. where now there is. So we've seen the game grow at a, at a national level and the quality of the game grow. And I think that's only going to continue to happen with players like yourself, you know, potentially entering the system and, and having those years of elite training and elite facilities under your belt. Yeah, we, I'm super excited for Adam Dancy. So he's our head coach for Peel Thunder and he's... He's a big driver for, you know, girls, what are your goals? What do you want to do? Do you want to be the best, you know, waffle player you can be? If you do, how can we make you better? You know, if, if you want to make it to the AFL level, how can we make you better? So it's just getting the most out of each individual player, yep. no matter how far they want to take their footy. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I, I think it might have been Sam Newman, and not that I agree with everything Sam Newman says, because <laughs> he's a bit of an odd character, but um, I think he said something one day that uh, football, despite it being a team sport, 
can be very selfish in that if you all play your role, um, the team obviously is going to do pretty well. So if every person on that team is growing, getting better, um, and and improving their own fitness and their own abilities, then of course as a team that's going to help everyone as well. Yeah, definitely. Unreal. So where um, where can people get in touch with you? Obviously, you've got a pretty big social media presence. Um, if I wanted to follow you on Instagram and stuff like that, um, yeah, for sure. So my Instagram is ga perry. Okay. And Kicking Goals with Georgia Perry is the Instagram podcast. Fantastic. So yeah, always open to having a chat with anyone who wants to talk about footy, wants to talk about you know anything related to life pretty much um so yeah open to opportunities so yeah excellent i just sort of mentioned that because obviously um i'm doing it myself recording the podcast today doesn't mean it's necessarily going to go out today so people can sort of follow along there and um see all the people you're going to have on the podcast that'll be great yeah awesome thank you so much wonderful thanks for coming on and i'm sure we'll see you around kicking a few goals for the eagles in the next (laughs) few years thank you gareth thanks georgia so that was Georgia Perry, um, wonderful person. She has an incredible enthusiasm and, and energy for life and, and is clearly very passionate and dedicated um, in, in the things that she does with education and sports and and um, you know everything else that she jumps into. So Georgia, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Um, really enjoyed catching up with you and uh, really looking forward to seeing you run around um, in the next couple of years, hopefully in the AFLW, and uh, it would make me very happy if you pulled on the purple. I'd love to see you down there at Frio Oval, so um, fingers crossed they decide to pick you up. I think you look better in purple than you do in blue and gold, um, although I'm sure there would be a few listeners that would disagree with me on that. Um, next week, guys, we have a great podcast coming up for you with Nat Cameron. Nat is the owner of Matea Eatery, which is a great little spot down there on Shoal Street, very popular little cafe that's only been open a, a fairly short while in the scheme of things, but has already developed a real cult following. And um, yeah, she has a wonderful story to tell. So really looking forward to bringing that to you next Thursday. Um, goes without saying, make sure you find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Mandra Life and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And definitely drop us a line if you think um, you have someone in mind or if you know of anyone who you think would make a great um, podcast, has a great story to tell based in and around the Mandra area or someone that grew up in Mandra, um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your feedback. And, and if you've got someone in mind, definitely let us know and we'd, we'd love to make that happen too. So uh, obviously send us a DM if you like on uh, any of those social media channels, Facebook or Instagram at This Mandra Life, or you can always send us an email uh, and that's thismandralife at gmail.com. Guys, hope you have a great week. Look forward to seeing you next Thursday.